Hi guys, it's Candace Dillard Bassett from The Real Housewives of Potomac and you're watching The Reality Rundown. Welcome to The Reality Rundown. This is Chase at Irving B Music on all social media platforms. And y'all, I got a special guest with me. Guess who it is? <laughs> it's Mr. Torin from Candy and the Gang. Give it up, give it up, give What's it up. What's up? I know that's right. How you doing today? I'm doing good, blessed and highly favored. Oh my God, listen. <laughs> Did you feel it? You better take I'm gonna it. I'm going to put the clock scissors on right now. I'm <laughs> 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 going in Atlanta. I'm in the A, but you know, you're around, you know, all the movers and the shakers of the A. So how- Man, it, it is shaking. Um, things have really picked up since we have hit the air. Um, we, we always used to stay busy, but it is really, really busy um, around the old Lady Gang streets. Um, and we just we just figuring out how to handle it and navigate through it all. Yeah, we are hiring. So come on down to the OLG. <laughs> That's right. If you're in the A, y'all make sure y'all get on down there to the Candy in the Gang and the OLG. Get y'all a job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let's get this restaurant. Let's keep it staffed. Let's keep it moving. Let's get the people eating. Amen. Um, with that being said, since you mentioned the premiere, how has life been for you since the show has premiered? Uh, let's see. Life has been totally different. Uh, people are calling my name in the streets that I do not know. But I'm forgetting that, oh, Torn, you are on national television. These people do have a glimpse of who you are. So that's totally different. Um, being able to see myself on the screen is something totally different as well. It's like, you know, we go about our lives and, and we think we're coming off one way, but then you look at yourself and you're like, hmm, maybe I could have did that better, handled that better. So it's a reflective moment to see myself on, on TV. Yes. And speaking of these reflective moments, we're definitely going to reflect in some of the moments in the past couple of episodes that we've seen. We're going to get into that in just a few moments. But before we do, we want to start from the beginning of your OLG journey. So how did you hear about the opening? How did you meet Candy? If you can give us a quick rundown on how that all kind of worked out for you. I've been in the industry for over uh, 12 years. So in the midst of that, Atlanta is not as big as people think it is, especially once you get into the hospitality industry. Um, and you start building those connections and those relationships with other professionals in that industry. Um, so I had a friend that's a consultant. Her name is um, Angelique, and she actually went over to Old Lady Gang before I had. Uh, she had worked alongside me at one of the jobs and seen my leadership skills and was like, hmm, maybe we could bring that over to Old Lady Gang. So she called me one day. She was like, Tom, what you doing? I was like, girl, sleep, because <laughs> I was chilling. This is my all day. <laughs> she was like, no, what are you doing professionally? And I was like, I'm still working over here, doing this, uh, managing over here. And so she was like, you know what? I have an opportunity. I mean, not a big deal. If you can do it, cool and not cool. And then she told me, she was like, well, it's for old lady gang, working for Todd and Candy. And I was like, oh, my God, girl, my, my resume ain't together. I, I, I need to fix my resume, making all the excuses. And we hung up, okay? Uh, something, once we hung up, something clicked in my head, like, Torrance, see the day, pull it together. And I called her back, and I was like, you know what? I'll be there today. I'll see you in an hour. So I pulled up, and the rest was history. Todd literally 
Um, I spit off my resume. He was running back and forth through the restaurant. She came and she was just like, just follow him. So I'm just following through the restaurant, spitting my resume out to him. And he sat in the chair. I remember this moment. And like he did a whole spin around in the chair and looked at me and was like, where can we go wrong? Let's do it. And I'm just oh. like, wow, I got hired on the spot. Todd does not hire on the spot. You and me. <laughs> <laughs> he does not play about that restaurant. He don't play. So I got hired on the spot. So I got a little something, I guess. <laughs> Okay, you got it going on, and it sounds like to be. So now that happens, he spins around in the chair, he hires you on the spot. So how long was it from there um, until this idea for the show comes up and you're presented with the opportunity? Was like everyone presented in the um, business with the opportunity to audition? Or like, how did this, how did this whole candy in the game come about? How did that come about? Well, first, let me set this clear that all of us were casted. For this show, this we are not a group of actors. We are just regular people that are we're trying to come and make some coins and make some out of our lives. Right. Um, so let me clear that up. Um, but when it came to the casting of the show, you know, all of us are big personalities, and so tired of the production guy. So of course he's going to seek those personalities, those people with stories, and he, it was a simple: Are you interested or not? And he came to me and asked if I was interested. I was like, sure, where can we go wrong? And now I'm here on national TV doing what I love. <laughs> yes. yes, and we're yeah. so glad um, that you guys are here on national television doing what you love. Um, I, you know, speak in many of the circles that like review and watch and report and just regular people who have gotten a chance to watch. And, you know, I am in Atlanta. And one thing that we have always said um, being, well, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm a gay man of color. And so mm -hmm. to see the diversity amongst this cast in a leading role on Bravo is something completely out of the yeah. water for us because um, in past shows, we've been like the sidekick of this or that, or, you know, some of us have, you know, worked for the ladies behind the scenes. And so to yeah. see um, everyone whoever you are, gay, straight, whatever, but just to see a bunch of beautiful brown and black people on this screen being young and living their lives and A, it's, it's truly a reflection of, you know, workplace culture. And so we're just so happy that you guys are out there living it, breathing it and doing it. So we want to thank you for that. Definitely. No, for sure. Going into this, I knew that this was, I knew that this just wasn't something to do. I knew that this was a platform for myself and for my community. Um, so I did not take it lightly, and, and every time I was on, I was on. I know that's right, because speaking mm -hmm. of on, when you got back on the job, the first person yeah. you run into is the, the head Felicia. Felicia. The head <laughs> what did you say? I said Felicia, but my bad. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> I got to keep a line of work in this industry. I can't go to call the people Felicia, but if you want to <laughs> go right on here, you got to work with them, you know, whatever. But listen, I was kidding. We're good. No, it's okay. But you went right into this guy, and um, he's kicking ass and taking names, and it looks like yours is on the list. What happened? Because it just seemed like it went like boom, boom, right? Uh, but what, what people don't know is that we, him and I, prior to that, did not have a formal meeting uh, set up. Uh, I met him in passing uh, during the reunion, which was on the first episode, and he was helpful with helping me get the things off the truck. So that was my last impression of Philip. 
So when I saw him in the room, I was surprised. But as you always do, you step into a room, you say hello, you speak. And that was that. My directive was to go in there, take measurements. And that was that. It wasn't having no formal meetings, sit down, talk, tell you what you do, tell tell you what I do. It wasn't an all um, and it turned into that. So now we spoke about reflective moments earlier. Now it's aired. You 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 filmed it. It's aired, and now you're watching it back and you're reflecting on it. Um, so what does your reflection tell you about the meeting? Um, honestly, I'm very proud of myself <laughs> because I know how reckless my mouth can be in a sense. Yeah. Uh, but I've really learned to kind of pull it back. Um, and usually after every encounter or altercation, I usually like to sit back and be like, okay, what could I have done differently? Um, so with those moments, I think I was kind of trained to handle what was what I was about to encounter. Um, and I think I handled it well. Like I sometimes I could be a pushover. So in that moment, I wasn't allowing that. You know, I had to set my standard from the gate. And like just because you are who you are, I am who I am. And we're sitting at the same table, buddy. Uh, so that was my thing. Just just talk to me as we as we are you're not my, you know, boss. <laughs> yeah. Listen, there's one thing that you said that I'm sure that the viewers of this interview can resonate with is if there's ever been a time in your life where you feel like you've been like pushed over or maybe you, as a kid, you weren't really vocal about how you felt or whatever. And it manifests itself in different ways. And as an adult, it's like, you're not going to come here. You're not going to talk yeah. to me. Let's check this at the door. What's going on? So then why do you think Philip is buttonheads with Shandrika and Brian and just, it's just team too much. He's fighting with everybody. <laughs> it's crazy because I I identify with how Phillip's coming in because when I first came in the old lady game, you know, I was a nice guy. Everybody was cool with me. And I felt like I wasn't getting through to the people because they were just so cool with me. So I felt like I had to be this dictator and, and, be, and talk to people crazy and that will get me respect. Um, I'm learning that OLG and just anywhere, it, it's, it's a different culture. It's a different world now. Um, it's like people have brains now and, and, and you have to respect them and speak to them in certain ways and build rapport. I, you get more out of people when, when they respect you and they feel appreciated versus when they feel depreciated. Um, so. Yeah, I see it, and that's why he bumping heads with everybody. So we see you guys um, in future, well, in the previous ep episode, excuse me, um, at mm -hmm. the team building, down to the team building event, where Mama Joyce is flopping around like a fish. Like, listen, Mama <laughs> Joyce maybe trying to get in the gym, because I was like, if she is her age. And hey, because it's hard for me to get off the floor. <laughs> listen, it's going to be hard to get this child, okay? But um, the team building exercise, do you think that that, help him build rapport or help everyone build rapport with one another? Or do you think it was like something to do and then nothing's going to change? How do you feel about the team building event? No, the team building event definitely helped. It forced all of us to work together, which for some reason that was wrong in the, in the restaurant right now. We're having an issue seeing eye to eye and working together. So that team building situation instantly forced us to work together, communicate, and, and try to get to a common goal together. So I think that was a perfect exercise for everybody. And I think we all took some out of it. Going into it as a manager, I really felt like it was important for Philip and I to work alongside each other because the staff 
was looking at us for for that to work out. So by them seeing us working out, maybe they'll follow suit and you know do the same. Okay. So before I get into our game, we got a rapid fire game, and I want to let everybody know out there in TV land, I am an old geezer, and I'm gonna pull up this sheet and I'm gonna read these uh, questions, and y'all have to get over it in the comments. Okay. Pull up uh, this sheet. Before we get into that, <laughs> before we get into that, um, so I stay in Atlanta, so I'm very familiar with um, Friday Night Live, right? Yeah. Down to the OLG, but I mean, of course, we don't know who's curating these experiences. Who is you know behind this? Not the tub cup, and we're gonna get into that too. The tub mug, Ugh. because we definitely did you get it? I caught it. Oh, you better go buy the tub <laughs> mugs. Is that what's going on? Are we getting tub mugs coming soon? You're getting tub mugs. It's pug, uh, full and tub mugs. Can't get I one without that. Up. Right. <laughs> right. Um. So with the Friday night lives that you guys are doing pre-pandemic and um, allegedly they're coming back or have they already started? Just catch us up on Friday night live and. What we can yeah. you doing your thug fizzle. Right. So basically at OLG, um, I came up with something. Well, Todd and I came up with a concept called Friday Night Live. It's where you, it's the, the emergence of music and food. It's kind of like an outside festival. When people come to Old Lady Gang, I wanted them to experience something other than the chicken. I wanted them to feel like they was at home, like they could kick their feet, kick their feet up and just have a good time. So I realized with adding music, duh, that's the perfect formula. Um, later on down the line, I wanted to make it more so my thing. So I changed the name and added a few more elements. I changed it from Friday Night Live to Friday Night Vibe. Um, so, so now it's a vibe. You come out, that's, that's what I give. I give a vibe. And also we added on bringing small businesses and things like that. It's just a good moment. It's a moment for everyone to shine. Uh, whether you're a business owner, uh, whether you're just coming to have a good time, you can grab the mic. We've had people grab the mic, start singing if they feel the spirit. Uh, it's just one of those all-inclusive moments where you just let your head down at the end of the week. It's really a good thing. Um, and I'm so glad I was able to be a part of it or basically <laughs> to put it together. I did that. All right, yeah. Yeah. Um, that sounds so much fun. Like it sounds like you come, you've had a long week at work and you come down yes. to the OLG, you go out there and you get, you know, your cocktail on. I know you said you want to experience something other than the chicken. So I recommend the catfish nuggets. Um, but <laughs> it just sounds like a good time and I can't wait to go ahead and come yeah. on down to my reality rundown cast mate. Come on, Chase. Good old time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do a rapid fire. I want to know the first thing you think about these questions. No. I want the honesty. I know you're going to give it to us because you've been so transparent with everything that you've gone through throughout your journeys, throughout your mental health journey. So we're going to play this game really quickly. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to also just talk about, um, well, let you get an opportunity to talk, tell us about everything that you're going, that you're doing in your business life before we go. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick some of these questions. You ready? Uh, hit me. <laughs> Do you think it was fake or loyal for Patrick to go back to tell Candy about what Shandrika had said? Loyal. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I can understand that because that is family and that is blood. So. Yeah, that's where his loyalty lies. He has no loyalty to Shandrika. You're right. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. I was thinking something else, but come on, give me this clarity that I need on it. Uh, do you I mean, Shandrika, my girl. But I mean, yeah. Ooh, you think she's going to have a problem with that answer? With my answer? No, let's forget it. 
And if she did, girl, let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you feel like the way Candy and Todd handled the situation with Chandrika was the right way? Should they have told her that they knew and how they knew? Or did, were they right with concealing how they found out about what she said about the business? Uh, I think they were right with concealing how they found out. It doesn't matter how they found out. The main issue was you have a problem with how we're running things. What's the issue? Let's talk about it. It's not a he say, she say. That's when you get into that the high school. Somebody said it. The, it. the whole point was you said it. And why did you say it? And how can we make it better? <laughs> so then uh, as a as a addendum to the question, do you think that she was wrong for going around interrogating all of the pet, the, the, the workers? Yes, that's messy. That is stirring up drama in the workplace. Okay. I don't know who said it. Who told these people? It's a no for me. It's a hard no. It's a no for you. Oh, this is a good one. Do you think it's appropriate for Brandon to be seeking a relationship with Dominique, seeing that he is uh, the manager of the restaurant that he works at and she is the bartender? Yes, I think it is. Oh. I think it is. It should have just been kept in private. But it just the beans got spilled. And, and they clearly doesn't care about them being spilled. <laughs> um, well, not if so. you want to go on camera and do it, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. So, hmm. um, love is love, I guess. I just, I wish I knew the feeling. Um, Me too. <laughs> um, we gonna get it. We gonna get it right. Uh, okay, here's one. Is Patrick whipped or is he just a loyal boyfriend? Patrick is whipped. <laughs> and I'm going to keep it just like that. Because <laughs> I don't know who I'm doing. There may be some kids in the room, but he's with. <laughs> I'm expecting different answers, and you're gagging me every answer, every answer. <laughs> okay, oh, okay, what about this? I don't think this is a rapid fire, so I'm going to do it as an addendum to the question I just asked. But okay. speaking of which, what was your reaction when Safari basically um, delivered the hammer to you about the... Well, Patrick delivered the hammer about you not um, doing the apartment, but Safari clearly influenced the decision. What is your thoughts about that? <laughs> my thoughts is exactly what, what came out of my mouth in that confession. <laughs> uh, girl, you do booties, and I do bedrooms. <laughs> Stick to what you know, okay? Your projects at the office ain't the same is what I do. <laughs> Let me ask you this, because there was some conversation going on down to the Twitter. You know, we got to put Ooh. some of these tweets out. And some of the conversation was that where was, um, gosh, his name is escaping me. Philip, uh, excuse me, Patrick's brother in this. Melvin. Uh, Melvin, yes. Melvin. Did he have any say? Because it just seemed like Patrick and Safari said it was what it was. And this is that. And so we don't see any of the reaction to it. Right, you would have thought that that was Patrick and Safari's house, but Melvin is always at work. As long as he got his room, his privacy, Melvin don't really care. Like, right. it, really, he don't care. It's the Patrick trying to, you know, keep keep it cool with the with the girlfriend at home. You know, that, that was the one. So Melvin didn't care if I came in there now. Oh, okay, so he's just a pretty low key, and whatever y'all say is cool. With me. Yeah, he at work anyway. He always at work. Oh, he's at work anyway. Um, okay. So with that being said, I've seen that you spoke about um, your mental health around the pandemic and the influence decision that you did to kind of step away from the restaurant. And now that you're back, does this speak to you like doing any kind of self-work or anything that you've done to strengthen yourself in those areas? Um, are you still 
because I feel like it's a continuous journey. Some days are good, some days are bad, but oh, how yeah. are you navigating it now that we are kind of, we're still, let's be very clear, people, we're still in a pandemic, okay? We're just not on lockdown, but um, how yeah. are you kind of navigating things um, post-2020? Uh, you, it, it's still a work in progress. I don't want people to look at me and be like, oh, he has made it. He just knows who he is all the way because that is not true. Uh, I come from, okay, for one, uh, I'm, I'm black. I'm a black male, a black gay male. So it, it has always been a lot, of, a lot of odds against me. And I come from a past of having self-esteem issues because of, you know, the, the separation of my parents and me feeling like my dad didn't want to be in my life. And, you know, so I struggled with that a lot. But I had to realize that I have to find that love within myself. And I can't seek it from anyone else. Um, so once I grabbed grab hold of that, that's how I was able to propel through life. Now, when I got to old lady gang, you know, things kind of resurfaced again and to where I started doubting my abilities again. And then we was hit with a pandemic to where I was really able to face those demons um, that I was facing. Um, and, and I really had to push through and my business is really what saved my life, uh, for real. It saved my life. It saved my mental. You know, it gave me something to focus on and to build during during the pandemic. And I'm thankful that people were seeking my services during that time. Um, you know, of course, I was doing it safely, um, but I was going in. I was doing people's parties. I did Dominique's party over the pandemic. Um, I, I was doing interior residential and commercial projects during the pandemic, you know, masked up and all like, and God just really blessed me for having that faith in him to finally face those demons and, and propel forward. I didn't stop. That's the biggest thing. That is that last part that you, I didn't stop. That is it. Like, yeah. that is it. You didn't stop. And we're so grateful that you did not stop. We're so grateful yeah. to see you and everyone, all the gang down to the show. We love it. And we're so appreciative to you for being open and transparent and just really right. never stopping and doing the work. So before we go, I just wanted you to go ahead and let us know what we can look forward to from you and the gang coming up in a couple of episodes and throughout the next half of the season, as well as where we can find you on social media and your businesses, because someone here is watching and, you know, they're ready to have you uh, touch that event. Okay. <laughs> So, so what you all can look forward to um, in the remainder of the season, you can look forward to basically making a, us moving forward. You know, what I love about us is like a family connection. You know, you, you get into arguments and fights with your family, but at the end of the day, y'all make amends because y'all have a common goal. You know, the family is the common goal. Here, old lady gang is the common goal for all of us. Um, so you'll see us making men's and, and, and propelling forward. As far as my business, uh, business is booming. Brian and I have now teamed up together to bring to you these tug and pool mugs, okay? You can't get one without the other. You can't have a tug without the pool, okay? Uh, so that's one thing's coming. Um, I'm also working on a, a book concept. It's more so like a planner. If you will, I'm working on that. I also am working on a tool belt line um, that's specifically for event planners. So when you're moving around, you know, you need your chapstick or you need some mm -hmm. tape or something, you got your little tool belt and you ain't got to be running all around all crazy. 
Um, looking for everything. Um, and of course, I'm, I'm starting my dinner parties back. I really want people, because at the end of the day, I want to open my own restaurant. Um, so I really want people to get those dinner party experiences from touring. Okay. Things working simultaneously. Um, but by the end of this year, you start seeing some of them things coming on out. I know that's right. Well, give it up for the businessman on Bravo. Okay, this is Torin Mitchell. I am Chase. This is the Reality Rundown. I want to thank you guys for uh, coming and viewing the interview. And make sure that you watch Candy and the Gang every Sunday at 9 p.m. on Bravo. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Chase. Thanks, Torin. I appreciate it.